0: Rob McCarron (laughs) Jeff Hawkins Is it? Can it be? It is! The phenomenal one is here! AJ Styles! Oh my gosh!
1: You're listening
0: to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shake Them Ropes, episode 173. It is WWE backlash and maybe some extracurricular stuff. Oh, do tell. Jeff, on Saturday, Mm. I don't know if you know this. No. Um, Tell. A former WWE champion apparently (laughs) fought at UFC 203. Now, whether he fought or not is up for debate. (laughs) I set a poll at Shake Them Row. For those who are unaware, in the post at VoicesOfWrestling.com for this episode uh, right now, I included the tweet from October of 2015. I said, if CM Punk ever fought in the UFC just one time, I would eat my hat. Mm-hmm. Now, unlike others, okay, and we'll get to WWE Backlash here. Uh, you know, the reason everyone is watching, we'll get to WWE Backlash uh, in just a moment. Rob McCarron here, Jeff Hawkins over there. Follow Hi, Jeff at Crap Game 13. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Hi. Uh, so here's the deal. I tweeted that. Not because I thought CM Punk didn't have the willpower to fight. As you know, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. because age injuries, I just did not think the odds would happen. Look at Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz, a healthy young fighter who couldn't fight for two years because of things that happened to him. And I just thought the odds were unlikely that CM Punk would ever fight. Not because he didn't want to, not because he wasn't brave enough, not because he wasn't tough enough. I just didn't think it would happen. And, you know, I was looking pretty good for a long while there. This was back in October of 2015. At that point, he had been in the UFC for 10 months. Uh, without ever having a fight coming soon at all, and Saturday night it finally happened. Uh, he went into the octagon, and what got me the most is all of the backlash to people who thought, "Oh, you guys thought CM Punk would never fight." Mad respect for CM Punk, and and I like you know I, I thought CM Punk had the willpower to fight. He proved it. He went into the ring. Uh, he wasn't any good, but no one really expected him to be good. Uh, but he went in there. He went in there, fought, and he lost to Mickey Gall in about two minutes, and did not look good doing so. But did not look good in the fighting sense. All right, would you disagree with that? Nope. Yeah, he was in there. He was a guy who was not athletic and not a, a great fighter, and he he proved it. He lost, and he lost bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is, he fought. He went in the UFC. He fought. Uh, the odds were against it. It happened,
1: and. I believe I have to pay off the old, uh, the old tweet. I do as well. Uh, barring any failure of the drug test to make it a no contest.
0: Well, that's the thing. I, I've been told now uh, that even if there's no contest, it still shows up as an official fight. I've been told this. Very true. I've been told uh, I can't really get around that, uh, nope. unfortunately. So what's the plan? So, well, we're going to talk about the plan here, Uh, but, (laughs) uh, what, what this means is he fought CM Punk fought. I was wrong. He fought in the UFC one time, probably only going to be the only time it's going to be the one time and he's done. Uh, I don't think he'll want to fight again, but I'm not going there. So yes, he fought. And I mean, I have, I have a hat here. It's not prepared. It's raw. I don't usually like to eat raw things.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I could you, boil- have a li- you have a little time to think about it. Not I a could, lot, but you I have could, a little time.
0: I could boil it. I could bake it inside of a cake. So at least, you know, the the harm of me eating the hat is filled around with the pleasure of maybe some chocolate ice cream cake, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the truth is, that's happened. CM Punk has fought. What would you think of the fight, Jeff? Did you watch it?
1: <laughs> it was a debacle. Um, I'll just go real quick. Um, UFC and CM Punk, do you blame them, either side, for doing this? No. Should they have? No. Should the Ohio State Commission have licensed him? No. So, <laughs> everybody's in the wrong, but I can't blame anybody for doing it.
0: And, uh, if Punk wanted to do it, he lived out his fantasy. Um, I mean, I blame the Ohio State Athletic Commission. that's the real joke letting this happen. Uh, I don't blame CM Punk. I don't have any less respect for CM Punk. And wh- what's funny is seeing all the backlash tweets, um, you know, all the- CM Punk silenced all his haters who thought he would never fight. Again. part of my bet there in thinking that CM Punk would never fight in UFC was not about him.
1: Mm. Maybe he
0: gets an opponent in Mickey gall maybe Mickey gall gets hurt. Maybe UFC ends up not wanting to do the fight because of what we might see. Turns out they knew what they were going to see and they still let CM Punk fight anyway on a main card of a show. Uh, judging by a lot of the reporters out there, too, we're talking about how traffic wasn't that high for CM Punk fighting, you know, web traffic on articles about CM Punk and so forth. Brock Lesnar blew everyone off the charts. CM Punk wasn't really that much of a draw as far as getting fans invested uh, into the actual show or at least reporting on the show. Um and the fact that Dana White came out in the press conference saying that CM Punk probably shouldn't have a second fight in the UFC tells me that he wasn't that big of a draw to them either. They did not feel that the metrics justified having CM Punk back. Uh, so that's that's where you are in that. But hey, CM Punk fought. Now what we get into here is the eating of the hat. <laughs> what I think has to happen, and it's not going to be tonight. No. So uh, as we watch all of it's not going to be tonight. We will figure out a way to make this happen. It will be on the Voices of Wrestling YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get out of it. Uh, I have some creative plans, I believe, uh, to to incorporate the hat-eating onto the channel. Uh, you all just have to stay tuned. But we will figure out a time, probably in, uh, what's the next month, October? Mm-hmm. Probably in October, this will be paid off. I will not run away from it. Sure, maybe it gives me a month for someone to test positive. <laughs> maybe maybe uh but something will happen it is, i'm not running away from it i made a bet with no one it was a silly bet as uh, as it turns out why did i make that bet didn't have to uh but we will figure out something i will take suggestions too. follow me on twitter at shake them ropes if you have ideas suggestions a lot of people are coming out with the old uh you know make a taco hat make a nacho chip hat Homer Simpson hat, I believe, is something that you've even uh, tweeted about. I have. Yeah, you, you do, you've do. you done that as well. Um, but I want to thank everyone for reminding me.
1: For their prayers and concerns. Oh. For Rob's digestive track. Prayers and concerns, but I want to thank. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I got so many mentions on Twitter uh, over the weekend. <laughs> One time I actually opened up my phone and I had so many mentions that I thought maybe CM Punk's fight was called off somehow.
1: He came close. There was an elevator. It there was, was an elevator map.
0: It was the wrong C. C. B. Dallaway. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he fought in the UFC. I can't get around that. He fought. Uh, Jonathan Snowden tweeted out. He's a reporter at Bleacher Report. Uh, the fight metrics, the stats of the fight, and oh, how God. CM Punk was zero across the board and everything, it's mm-hmm. as if he didn't even show up. But he did. Mm-hmm. He showed up and fought. I just want to get that misconception out there. I never I wasn't hating on CM Punk. I just thought the odds were against it actually happening. I i thought if all went well, he was gonna try and he did. He went in there and he uh he did what he could. Uh, this but- is a
1: fantastic Mea culpa from you, who would have been the cockiest son of a bee had he not fought.
0: Oh, absolutely. Had yeah. he not fought, I would be up here, <laughs> I'd be wearing every single hat I owned, I would be shoving it in all your faces. It'd be glorious. It would have been glorious. It actually would have been better for you guys. It would have been better for you if CM Punk didn't fight. I think that would have been the more entertaining route. But here we are. Here we are. And now mm-hmm. people are uh, praying for my indigestion and and pain. Really, I had one person on Twitter. Maybe this says something about me. I don't know. I had one person on Twitter say, oh, I'm sorry for the pain you're going to go through. I really hope you didn't have to do this. Everyone else, eat that hat. Eat that hat. Eat that hat. You monsters. You monsters
1: comedy is not about solving problems. It's about making them worse.
0: Comedy genius. Rob McCarron.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ego got the best of me. Hey, I had a good run though. I went a year and uh, almost a year. I was feeling pretty good. I blame Ohio. You athletic commission jerks cash grab at its best. It's worst maybe. Uh, but we have backlash to talk about and we're going to talk about backlash. Uh, but first I want to remind the people. Jeff, you and I have been telling people for weeks now about the wonders of driving with Lyft. You got friends in the LA area driving with Lyft. They love it. Mm-hmm. Lyft.com right now, Lyft.com slash bonus. Go sign up using the code Shake Them Ropes. Select Shake Them Ropes in the drop down menu at Lyft.com slash bonus. Up to $35 per hour driving with Lyft can be yours. Plus, right now, if you sign up, $500 bonus. Just for selecting Shake Them Ropes at signup, lyft.com slash bonus is your place. If you want to drive around town, if you want to do a couple hours here and there, if you want to make it maybe even a full-time gig, you can. Go drive with Lyft. A fun way to earn some money, driving different people around, exploring your own city, lyft.com slash bonus. You're in college right now. You want to earn some extra bucks on the weekends. You don't want to keep begging mommy and daddy for money. Go to lift.com slash bonus up to $35 per hour can be yours. And right now, a special for shake them ropes listeners go select shake them ropes in the drop down menu when you go sign up at lyft.com slash bonus, and you can get a $500 bonus. Earn that bonus driving with Lyft. It's fun. I, I was using it in Indianapolis, I was using it in Chicago just within the last month. And drivers I asked prefer driving with Lyft. So if you've ever thought about driving with Lyft or any of the competition services, Go to lift.com slash bonus. Try it out. You don't like it, you don't like it. But I feel like you'll probably enjoy the money that comes along with it. Get paid quicker with Lyft. Go to Lyft.com slash bonus and select shake them ropes. Uh, we have a new WWE linear heavyweight champion, Jeff. Yes, we do. AJ Styles. And we are Dean both. Ambrose.
1: We are both representing the city of Cincinnati with our hat choices in mourning for the loss of <laughs> Dean Ambrose is title. I, I know
0: it's it, <laughs> that's why I selected it. Dean Ambrose is gone. Cincinnati, uh you know Cincinnati's favorite son. I don't know. Is he the only yeah.
1: the only champion from Cincinnati to lose <laughs> today? Bengals win. steve Ameoche wins.
0: Yeah. yeah. Dylan in the chat room says, "I don't have a license, but Rob said it's okay for me to drive Lyft, so I'm gonna do it. Go to <laughs> Lyft.com. I believe you have to have a valid driver's license. Uh, yes, but don't let that stop you. No." Go on and do it. Go on and do it. Uh, but yes, we have a new uh, world champion in WWE. It is AJ Styles. The year 2016 just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Uh, we talked in our preview episode last week about the tag team titles, and they did not go the way we thought they were going to do- go. But it was a nice, pleasant surprise. Yes. Uh, this backlash show overall, Jeff, one through ten, what'd you give it?
1: Eight. It I thought good. it was. I thought it was very good. I you know I I, I didn't think it was exemplary it's not a it's not a must watch by any means i was more looking at it on a grade on a letter grade scale i'd give it a solid b possibly a b plus so yeah seven or eight i didn't want to say seven because i always say seven so (laughs) i said eight this time i think it over delivered i think every match individually over delivered in some way even even i mean if you told me kane and bray wyatt are having a match on backlash i'd go okay i'm going to the restroom no, it was a lot of fun. I thought overall, if yeah, that's my word for this pay-per-view. It was a lot of fun. Fun, fun, fun.
0: It was fun. And we, we normally shouldn't even ask for more. I mean, I, I know people were wondering, why in the hell is Kane beating Dean Ambrose or Kane beating Bray Wyatt? And I mean, if you're going to harp on that instead of having fun with the rest of the show, I don't know what to tell you. I was fine with the Kane win, especially with Randy Orton coming out. Randy Orton, we'll get to the Randy Orton not wrestling too. We'll go up and down this card because there was a lot of interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was some good, there was some bad, uh, but a lot of interesting stuff. First off, we didn't get Baron Corbin and Kane. We would later find out why. Um, But Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, a rematch from uh, an NXT TakeOver. Baron Cruz getting the win over Apollo Crews. Or Baron Corbin getting the win over Apollo Crews. Uh, These two guys blend together at this point because no one's doing anything with them on SmackDown. Uh, where do they go from here for both guys?
1: I think Corbin does feud with Kane still, and I think Cruz, Cruz is the guy you can beat on SmackDown. You know, he's going to get a lot of good offense. And I had a guy write me and say that this was, we were two matches into the main card, and he goes, "What does it say that the pre-show match was better than everything else?" And he legit thought that this match was better than you know those first couple of matches on the card. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but I thought it was good, especially for a Baron Corbin match. So yeah, to
0: speak, I, I thought it was pretty good too. I thought it was pretty good for a Baron Corbin match as well. Yeah.
1: All right. You're pushing it. Let, let's, let's review the show. You can eat the hat later.
0: There you have it, folks. Jeff Hawkins saying I should not be eating my hat. Jeff Hawkins. Is I
1: did. <laughs> I yep. my mm-hmm.
0: I Uh, yeah, this was a nothing match. I, I in fact didn't really see much of it. Uh, the Apollo. It wasn't bad. It
1: really, you know, what? If you told me that this match, I'd say it's utterly skippable. But it wasn't bad for, you know, it, it. Again, it exceeded what you'd think it would be on paper.
0: Yeah, which is good. I mean, Apollo Crews needs to start having the performances backed up by uh, better performances outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all know he's pretty good in the ring there, but. That's not where you're going to become a star. Look at Heath Slater right now. Heath Slater is over not because of anything he's doing in the ring. Not a single thing.
1: I don't have access to the chat room, but I'm going to ask this, and you can look for the answer. Is this the first time they've debuted the red entrance for Baron Corbin?
0: the red and entr- uh, oh he, he goes
1: through he goes through his spotlights that's and right. they turn red and then he gets the big red thing i think that's going to be your cane feud is the battle over the color red it could
0: be uh, he did it on raw but i don't know oh, if he's he? doing it on smackdown um okay yeah when he first started coming out it was all red he had uh different stuff uh so yeah help us out in the chat room we are live right now on youtube we are live sunday night after wwe backlash voices of wrestling.com slash youtube if you're in the chat room right now, subscribe to the channel, like the videos, share it with others. If, if people you know are watching WWE Backlash and right now are just kind of hanging out on Twitter or hanging out on a message board, give them the link to the show. Have them come in and participate. Uh, people in the chat room are saying, no, this was not the first time that okay. Corbin used the red entrance. I knew it wasn't because he's done it on Raw TV. Right. I guess I haven't really paid attention to SmackDown, what color his entrance light bubbles were.
1: Yeah, it's some, one of those things where it's like you look away until the match starts. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, It went about 10 minutes, and that was the story of a lot of the stuff on the show. I mean, almost everything, I mean, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, technically, because they did the whole start, ring the bell, count to 10, it was a count-out finish. Mm -hmm. uh, Everything went over 10 minutes. Things got time. Uh, They didn't rush to the back for certain segments. Uh, Everything got some time here, including the first match in the main pay-per-view, the six-pack challenge for the Women's Championship of SmackDown, Uh, It did not go to the Carmella-Nikki Bella feud. That was a little bit of a surprise on me. They went with uh, probably the one person who should have been the first SmackDown champion. You have Becky Lynch becoming the SmackDown champion, finally eliminating Carmella. So Carmella did make it to the final two. 14 minutes and 40 seconds, your big takeaway from the opener of Backlash.
1: This women's division isn't as weak as I thought. I thought everybody brought it in some way in this match. And the ones that we look at as not very good have improved more than I think we think they have. Uh, Carmella was, was pretty good in this match. Alexa bliss. <laughs> Alexa bliss had the best acting of any woman on, on, in this match. I, 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 hesitated when she came out with the Harley Quinn look on the pre-show and then she debuted it here, but I like it for her. And Naomi was very good here too in addition to the other three who we, we know to be solid um, I loved the story of this match I liked that heels had no sympathy for each other and would attack one another you know as opposed to just face heel dynamics I liked that I liked that it, it felt a lot it gave that kind of realistic feeling to it all that these women didn't care about anybody else that they would go after whoever it took to win the title and I yeah and you were exactly correct Becky Lynch deserves this I had forgotten Nikki was a part-time performer I thought she was full-time but she's not going on the road so yes Becky Lynch deserves this Becky Lynch needed this Becky Lynch needs to be a champion and she needs to be a strong champion for a couple months I think before she loses this
0: it's quite amazing too because uh in the Smackdown women's division when it first came over on the draft it was such a rebuild and you had half of the division coming from NXT yet Naomi coming back yet Becky Lynch there who had the program went in Italia, but where was that even going? Nikki Bella returns right now. You, you don't know what's going on with Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, towards the title holder Charlotte. We don't know what match we're going to get at clash of the champions. We know we're getting one of them, you know, maybe even a triple threat on that side, mm-hmm. but I'm quite compelled with the SmackDown women's division as far as where they can go from here with Becky Lynch being the champion you can do Carmella, you can do Natalia. Uh maybe maybe Alexa Bliss even in there. And I love the the Alexa Bliss look tonight. Uh showing progression and I think they're really going to get behind Alexa Bliss too. I'm I'm intrigued where this one is going just as much as the Raw side if not more.
1: Yeah, that that entire segment where she was trying to pin people and then when they would kick out she'd take them and throw them out of the ring. I just thought it was great. I thought I thought they did a lot to help Alexa Bliss in this match, quite a bit even though she was the first one pinned.
0: She was the first one pinned, but that's okay. Yeah, And Big Cass was the first one pinned in that four-way for the Raw title, and he'll be all right, too. Uh, Sometimes you just got to get the one out of there. Uh, It's fun in elimination matches how you see the first person get pinned because you feel like Vince is back there writing, like, let's get this person out of the way. They don't fit into the finish. The crowd will forget they were even in the match by the time this is over anyway.
1: Trish Stratus giving Carmella some props.
0: Trish Stratus, oh, uh, yeah, Carmella, Carmella, taking that. Uh, Trish Stratus on the old Twitters. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily hot takes on this next match, but the USOs are finally useful. Am <laughs> I? I enjoy this new turn of the USOs. You have one of them coming out. I I don't know which one is which. I'm sorry. Hate me all you want. I don't know which one is which. Okay. Uh, the one that was coming out shirtless, looking like Tamatanga Light. Superstar. <laughs> I don't know if it's Jimmy. I don't know if it's Jay. Maybe that. Maybe that kind of negates my old superstar point. Superstar. Superstar. What do you think of the new live edition of the USO?
1: I like it a lot. As I, I said, ooh, it's a nice homage to the Samoan gangster party a bit. I like that they're kind of an old school. They are. They've taken kind of a page from the revival book here. They are an old school hurt guys team. Work on a body part. Hurt that knee. I like that double team move leading into the uh, leading into the submission. I think that's really really good stuff. I like I like the trash talking. I think they're great heels. As a matter of fact, you know where they just they don't do any of the haka stuff. They just look at the crowd, put a finger to their mouth, and say shh, and that's awesome. I you know I thought they were quite good here tonight.
0: I thought they were pretty good. Um, We'll see different stuff with them, especially when they had the Heath Slater Rhino match. Uh, They were slow. They were plotting like they were in the first match, but they eventually picked up and they realized that, hey, this is a tougher match. We have to kind of turn up the gear and go back to the old Usos. I love the dropping of the face paint. I like them being more serious. I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that little Samoan war chant is gone. Uh, This is an Usos tag team I can get behind.
1: If, If they don't have the face paint they had before, would you mind something like the Gorillas of Destiny face paint on them? No. Stop okay. it.
0: Stop okay. it with the face paint. Just be done with it. Be done with My it. My God,
1: you, you, know who was kinda, you, it. Know, you know who was jacked up for this match was Mojo. <laughs> Mojo
0: Rawley was. Uh, maybe, a little, maybe a little more so, but that's kind of what he's doing all the time, right? I oh, mean, yeah, but I'm just, saying, I'm, just saying,
1: I'm just saying in this big match situation, you see him running like that towards you, even on the floor. You kind of pray a little bit that he's going to maintain some control. But, yeah, he, he, he wanted to impress some people tonight.
0: And I I thought all the tag team matches on the show were pretty good. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. get to the big one uh, coming up here shortly. I must say this is the – David Otunga doesn't belong on live commentary.
1: I would agree unless they clarify his role. They haven't clarified his role, so they've told him to go out there and be entertaining, and he doesn't know whether or not he's supposed to be critical, if he's supposed to give analysis, if he's supposed to make jokes. He doesn't know where he fits in this team right now. His, and they need to, and they need to give him that role so he can work on it. I think overall he can talk. Don't get me wrong. I think he can talk. I think He'd be, I think he'd be great playing this straight, but they don't want him to play it straight necessarily. And I think they're yelling in his ear too much. That's why he's so hesitant to say anything.
0: I that's possible because there were times during this match, and it would happen later on in the show too, where he would start a point, or Maro would throw to him, and it's mm-hmm. either silence or he just stops mid sentence. Like there were there were a number of times. Where he just gave up speaking, I, I don't think his voice fits. It's not an overpowering voice, so it kind of blends right. into the crowd noise and the match noise. And you, there are times there where you don't even hear David Otunga talking, and that's not good. That's not good at all. I'm not a big fan. Of, I love him on the pre shows. He's much better than Lita, and and he's much better than Booker T on the pre shows.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Lawler and, and Lawler, or,
0: and Lawler. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't like Lawler. I'm not a. I'm not the hugest fan of Jerry Lawler on these pre-shows, but he's trying. He's also trying a little too hard sometimes yeah. to be expert heel and tell jokes at all the babyface's expense. Uh there but was a
1: there was a line that Otunga actually stole that I think they were feeding to Morrow. Morrow started it. Otunga yelled Otunga it out, thinking it. it was him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of David Otunga on commentary. I really liked him on the pre-shows, especially the raw pre-shows. When he and Corey Graves were there with Scott Stanford, that those were pretty good TV and, and those two uh, Corey Graves and David Otunga actually worked well together. Uh, now they're split up on different shows. Corey Graves, I think is thriving on raw, but David Otunga does not believe does not belong on live commentary. And the way they've shuffled these announced teams over the last year, even uh, I would be surprised if David Otunga is still on the SmackDown announced team by WrestleMania. I, they've just shuffled these guys so much. I have to feel like someone in WWE is thinking what we're thinking. And they're like, okay, let's end the experiment. It's not about seeing if David Otunga can get better. He just doesn't fit because he's I not strongly bad. Dis- he just does I, strong-
1: I strongly disagree with your assessment that he'll be gone because okay. they've kept Byron Saxon on forever, and he Byron's- does nothing.
0: Hey, at least he sounds like he's doing commentary, and you can hear him, and he fits in uh, voice-wise. I'm, I'm talking about just him not fitting in. I'm not even saying he's bad. He just doesn't fit in on live commentary. Okay. That's my mine's my assessment. Uh, speaking of not fitting in, I don't know. That was a bad segue. The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. I wanted to hear how you got out of that. We we have the Usos. They won the tag team match with the Hypros. They would face Rhino and Heath Slater later on. Uh, in fact, before we even get to that, let's talk about Heath Slater and Rhino, the backstage segment where Heath Slater uh, intimated a little bit that later on we might see him hoop his pants in the ring possibly what was, what was that backstage segment about with Heath slater and rhino that was the negative of having a three-hour pay-per-view with fewer matches is the backstage segments they decided to give time to were given too much time
1: the whole joke of the segment is of course he's cutting this great promo and then he assumes the cameras are off and then he and just keeps going he's on the side guy. and then oh yeah he's just a clown as opposed to really building up this face character because they can't help it because they want to make vince laugh i i I watched this and and it kept on. All I kept thinking was Rhino's gonna turn on him soon. (laughs) I was afraid he was gonna do it in that match, but uh, yeah, it's the poop jokes, the white trash. I think you know, I think if Heath Slater didn't have a southern accent, they wouldn't go so hard on the comedy.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I and Rhino's just standing there, and Renee Young at the end doesn't even want to talk to Rhino, right. Yeah, uh it, it was it was okay if it would have been cut in half, cut it in half and go on with it. Uh, I thought there
1: was that yeah, just that first half of the promo would have been phenomenal, I think, for for both of them.
0: We had Bray Wyatt taking out Randy Orton backstage in mm-hmm. a anticlimactic segment. Uh not only that, but it's like all of a sudden they're just back there and Randy Orton is almost too white right now. Like he skipped the tanning bed. <laughs> too white he hasn't tanned in a while i don't know if it's just because he's only getting his downside guarantee money and the brock lesnar payoff wasn't that great so he's had to cut back on the tanning but randy orton is looking pasty out there a little bit so randy orton is back there with his jacket on he's getting beat up and it was reported earlier today uh ryan satin's pro wrestling sheet was talking about how randy orton wasn't cleared to wrestle tonight and they're reporting it was due to concussion related issues from the SummerSlam match with brock lesnar So, okay, they write him out of the show. He's not going to wrestle. So be it. But that backstage segment came out of nowhere, and then you have the commentary team, Mauro Ranallo especially, just moving on like no big deal. Oh, the semi-main event may be in jeopardy, and Mauro Ranallo is out there saying, well, we'll keep you updated on any backstage developments with Randy Orton. Let's move right along to The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Like they, They did not treat it like it should have probably been treated.
1: Not only that, I don't think it was a concussion-related stuff. Well, the concussion-related really will, yeah, concussion-related
0: is interesting. If he wasn't cleared to wrestle, how is he cleared to go out there and give an RKO and take a back bump? Exactly. It doesn't seem right, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. It, it, it it sounds. It, it smells. It doesn't it's pass he, the smell test. Yeah. Maybe
0: maybe he was cleared at nine thirty p.m. tonight
1: to uh-huh. go finally
0: do it. Like, oh, yeah, you're ready now. We probably could have cleared you five hours earlier, but you're good to go now. I guess we'll see what happens on SmackDown. If he actually comes on TV or if he's kept off TV for a week, maybe he'll do something physical on SmackDown. I don't know.
1: Because, uh- I mean, not only is that bad for Randy health-wise, if it really was a concussions thing, and he went down and took those bumps, so to speak, but there are legal things now happening with the WWE where they can present that, even in storyline, as "quote unquote" evidence, mm-hmm. so to speak, there is there is something disturbing about that whole thing. I don't I, I don't have a hot take on it yet, but I'm I'm still digesting it.
0: Still digesting. Guess who's not digesting anything right now? Me with this hat. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka! I will though. Uh, keep it stay tuned uh stay tuned uh what did we have here oh the Miz and Dolph Ziggler almost 20 minutes these guys got the Miz was great Dolph Ziggler fit in uh the finish was the old hairspray into the eyes of the baby face so this feud probably continues um I'm still gung-ho on this idea Jeff we have Dean Ambrose no longer the world champion keep the championship on the Miz make Dean Ambrose The number one contender going into WrestleMania. That's right. Miz stays the champion all the way to WrestleMania. Keep Dean Ambrose strong. Make him the one who can finally beat the Miz. One-on-one, Ambrose-Miz. Make it mean something for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania instead of some eight-way ladder match that won't mean anything for the Intercontinental Championship. I want to see them go all the way with Miz because the Miz is peaking right now.
1: Yeah, and I want Miz to break the Honky Tonk Man's record. I think he deserves it. I think it would give him more heat. To be honest with you, as a heel, uh, they kind of alluded to the Daniel Bryan story on on air today, which is still kind of weird to me. I think maybe we're getting Kendrick. Who knows? Yeah, something's, um,
0: but, something's going on there because Miz, even during the match, was you know taking shots at Daniel Bryan. So something is going to happen there. It's not over. There's there. I don't know if Daniel Bryan, like you said, is going to bring in Brian Kendrick or somebody uh, to try and take the championship off of Miz. Uh, But Miz and Daniel Bryan, that's not being let go of.
1: Yeah. Uh, And this match started slow, but it ended up being pretty good at the end. I thought even with the screwjob finish, I don't mind screwjob finishes on B pay-per-view, so to speak, because this isn't the finish of the story.
0: No, especially because, yeah, just keep it going. Keep Mm -hmm. it going. Uh, both guys worked really hard. The Miz was great. Uh, and you have the Miz retaining the Intercontinental Championship. Maurice still involved. Maurice is fantastic. So yeah, keep that going. I wanted to, I I just wanted to mean something. I want I want us to get a storyline where Dean Amber Dean Ambrose would be my guy. It can be, you know, anyone else. They can build up anyone. We're still many, many months away from WrestleMania. Dean Ambrose would be my guy. You know, keep him out of the world title picture. You have John Cena coming back, you have Randy Orton there, you have AJ Styles the champ. Maybe, you know, hold Dean Ambrose back a little bit, get him ready for the Intercontinental Championship, make that belt mean something going into WrestleMania. Uh, But yeah, we have Dolph Ziggler now failing again in the championship match, but because of the way this ended, I don't think it's going to be the last time we see it. I think they're going to go on to No Mercy. Uh, We did get the announcement of No Mercy happening at the beginning of October uh, in Sacramento at the new Golden One Center, I believe it's what it's uh, called. So we are getting No Mercy back. They're getting backlash, and they're getting No Mercy SmackDown officially is the early 2000 pay-per-views.
1: Yeah, I have nothing to say about that. Good, good take. Well, I mean, what what do you want me to say about that? I mean, we're getting, you know, we're getting more pay-per-views, and uh, I don't know. Do they pay off a Ziggler win here eventually, or is it just he's going to keep losing? Yeah, don't pay
0: off a Ziggler win against Miz because Miz should keep the championship until WrestleMania. And when I say keep the championship until WrestleMania, I mean WrestleMania 48. (laughs) <laughs> Not next one. Keep the belt for 15 so-on years. Uh, speaking of payoff, Gray Wyatt and Randy Orton. A count-out victory that they are calling a forfeit victory. 24 seconds. That's how long it took Charles Robinson to count to 10. I don't know why they did this. I don't know why they did the count-out. I guess it adds heat to eventual Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton match, but then you have Bray Wyatt coming out. We eventually get a no holds barred match with Kane and the Bray Wyatt and Kane match was really good. I thought it went 11 minutes. Uh, Kane did the best he could Bray Wyatt did the best he could. The crowd seemed to love it towards the end, but the question will be after this. It, the question is not why did Kane win? I don't even think that's an interesting question. All right. Kane won the match. So be it. Randy Orton came out to cost Bray Wyatt the match. So Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt is where they're going. They very well may rematch and do the actual bout at no mercy. So that's where they're going with this. The result in this particular case, I think, is just not important. But why have Randy Orton, if he is under some concussion protocol, how is he even going out there? How is he taking part in physical activity in the ring? That's why you're right. I don't think this can be concussion-related.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think they did the, the 10 count to make, you know, to just kind of increase the booze in the arena because everybody saw him beat up Randy Orton in the back with the foot. So now he's just kind of rubbing it in. Yeah, he's not coming out and give people hope, even though they know he's not coming out, so to speak. And then when he did show up, it was, of course, like, oh, okay. Um B- yeah. The, K, the Kane the cane, the cane win means nothing. And Bray Wyatt losing really doesn't mean all that much either because Randy Orton caused it, at least in their minds. That's how they view yeah.
0: it. Yeah. I, I don't think the result was that bad. Beeb in the chat is asking, does the count out thing fit Bray Wyatt's character?
1: Mm, maybe if he's trying to tease the fans, but other than that, not really. I mean, I agree with that point somewhat. I mean, why would he even come out for the match? Why, <laughs> I mean, but you know, this, this isn't.
0: <laughs> he came out to rub rub it in Randy Orton's face. Bray yeah. Wyatt was rubbing it, and as any respectful or respectable heel would do, you rub it in. Uh, we've talked about the main events uh, and all these other matches that we're talking about here. We, you know, if they do Miz and Dolph again, if they do Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. If they do a rematch with Ambrose and AJ Styles, Edward in the chat room is asking, "No mercy, is it going to be the exact same card?" Possibly, yeah. Um, we we might have the addition of John Cena, of course. So whatever John Cena is going to do.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll have a, no, we'll have a singles match for the women's title. Yeah, think mean, we'll have a six way, so it won't be totally <laughs> It'll be the same. Enough. Baron Corbin will be going ag- up against somebody other than Apollo Crews, probably Kalisto. <laughs>
0: Kalisto yeah, we have some... Uh, also, don't forget, Kurt Hawkins is on his way in. Yeah. Ah, not a big fan of Kurt Hawkins. What do you think about the Kurt Hawkins facts?
1: I liked them when it was Chuck Norris and Matt Hardy.
0: Matt Hardy did it better. In fact, some of mm-hmm. them were Matt Hardy's facts. Matt Hardy did it better. Uh, but this was a pretty good pay-per-view up to this point, and we were still... You know, up to uh, getting the two best things on the show back to back, Heath Slater and Rhino, in a surprise to us, winning the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships at the end of this tournament. They defeated the Usos ten minute tag team match. It was hot. Rhino getting the gore, but letting Heath Slater get the pin. Uh, this was as good as it could have been. I was surprised just because we talked about the the logic of the Usos winning and having the belts as American Alpha gets back. We're probably still going to get the Usos and American Alpha. uh, But now we're going to have the fun stuff of Rhino and Heath Slater. And it felt like a big deal. Like Heath Slater had been showing up on Raw and SmackDown, but they played up this gimmick so well of him having all these kids and this family and this trailer in the South, and he needs a contract that he didn't have. And now he's earned it. And it felt like a cool moment. Heath Slater and Rhino, the tag team champions of SmackDown. uh, Did you get all of the feels, as the kids say?
1: I liked it up until the point they had him cut that promo. I really did. I thought that promo was terrible. You didn't like
0: uh, the promo, the ending uh, with the we're getting the, a double wide. We're getting a double wide. Nuts. Uh, That's great. No, it was great. You are heartless. You are heartless. No, son. I just
1: I wanted to feel something on this because it felt great at the time. It was such a cool, coolly laid out match with with you know him tagging in way too early on a on a slightly wounded Rhino. I I thought it was a you know. I'm I'm happy they didn't make Rhino just put Heath Slater on top of the guy. That would have that would have killed any emotion out of this. But yeah, no, they got they got a geek over on SmackDown, just by telling a story and ha- and he did his best to not play it with a wink and a nod. He plays it straight every time, and has been rewarded by this crowd. And I think part of it, again, is the guy's quote unquote in charge on camera give this environment of it being a quote-unquote fun more positive show than stephanie mcmahon and triple h or the authority or the mcmahon's and it's all about politics and all this other stuff there's a weird more positive vibe on smackdown so guys like heath slater who normally would just be seen as grown worthy time to go get nachos and go to the bathroom they get a chance
0: I'm I'm a big fan of what Heath Slater can do here. I think you make excellent points. Uh, this one's going to really be half the battle was the push towards them winning the tag team titles.
1: Yeah, the other half
0: is the follow up. Sometimes you'll get the pushes there; the follow up is all key.
1: I have no faith in the follow up. I have no faith in the follow up, Rob. I, I they're going to be geeks. They're going to be I? comedy. Rob's going to or Rhino's mm-hmm. going to kill him at some point Maybe. to lose the titles. Maybe. And this is how America or this is how the Usos get the title so American Alpha can chase.
0: If Rhino killed Heath Slater, would that be good or bad for his state representative run in Michigan?
1: It's going to be after the election.
0: He's not winning the election. Not even going to be close.
1: No, not in that district. No.
0: Not in that district. He's going to lose by a lot. So good for Rhino. At least winning the tag team championships, making this and then, overall a positive year.
1: And then he can yeah. blame his association with Heath on losing the election as well. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. He was wearing his nice little pro wrestling tees vote for Rhino shirt tonight. I love how mm-hmm. WWE doesn't care and they'll just let these guys wear whatever shirt they want, including shirts sold by other people.
1: I think that's part of his deal.
0: It can be part of everyone's deal. Uh, we want to, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the show. We got the main oh. event here talking about, well, we're going to talk about this AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose match because it was excellent. Uh, We got a new sponsor to the show and I want to thank dollar shave club for coming on board. Uh, If you're watching the video right now, you can see that both Jeff and myself probably need it. Uh, After this, we'll be, we'll be using our dollar shave club razors and getting a nice clean shave and becoming respectable gentlemen. Again, if by again, you mean for the first time, Rob, yes, that's what I mean. Uh, Guys, you don't need to choose between price and quality. To get an amazing and affordable shave dollarshaveclub.com is the answer to prove how amazing their shave really is right now just by listening to shake them ropes they are offering you your first month free to join dollar shave club dollarshaveclub.com delivers amazing razors right to your door for a third of the price of what the greedy razor corporations <laughs> charge you know they're greedy jeff you know it and these guys are not greedy they want to get you a nice razor for an affordable price So you can shave how many times you, you, you have the grown out beard. You go to your work. This is three, this is three days of growth. That's all this is. That's well, this is like three days for me too. I don't grow fast, but the the thing is I grow dark. I, yeah. When I go to my razor though, when I go Mm -hmm. to look for it back in the day, you had to go and you hope it was still, it was still clean. It was still going to cut you and it wasn't going to hurt you. Right. And you don't always go to the store in time to get the new blades. When you need them, and you, you have to keep using that grimy razor, and it's no fun. And with Dollar Shave Club, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You get the razors wow. delivered right to your door. That's right. You can get the first class shave experience with the executive blade. And when you use it with Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, the blade gently glides for the smooth, smoothest shave ever. And it really is something special. And right now, for listening to Shake Them Ropes, You have a chance to see why over 3 million members love Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is so confident in the quality of all their products. Now you can get your first month of the club for free. Just pay shipping after that. It's just a few bucks a month. No long-term commitment. That's the best part. No hidden fees. There's no reason not to do it. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash ropes. That is dollarshaveclub.com slash R-O-P-E-S. dollarshaveclub.com. Slash Ropes get your first month free right now. Try it,
1: try it. My brother's a member of Dollar Shave Club because I've used that. Uh, I've used that shave butter before that they have, and uh, it's it's great. I like it a lot.
0: Yep. So I want to welcome Dollar Shave Club uh, on board here. Uh, get your stuff and and believe me, the the lack of hassle is going to be your favorite part uh, more mm-hmm. than even the shave. Just the ease and the use of the service is going to be your favorite part. So I want to thank Dollar Shave Club. For coming on because we got to get our we got to get our shaves on Andrew in the chat room says did he eat did he eat the hat yet did he eat <laughs> the hat yet thought Negative. i was going to miss some history being made thanks B Megs history will be made You gotta stay tuned we got to figure out how we're going to do this uh, how we're going to make it uh, available to the most people here on the voices of wrestling YouTube channel so my suggestion to you if you haven't already subscribe at voices of slash YouTube so you will know when the updates are coming Follow us on Twitter at ShakeThemRopes so you don't miss out on the historic eating of the hat. But we had an an historic event here on WWE Backlash. AJ Styles defeating Dean Ambrose to win both the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Linear Championship that Dean Ambrose had been uh, held for seven, uh, for not seven, but several months. Uh, AJ Styles is your new champion. 25 minutes it took to defeat Dean Ambrose. The crowd was a little lackadaisical in this match. Towards, uh, towards the end, it really picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Styles coming out here. Uh, Dean Ambrose looked super strong throughout most of the match. Like, he looked like a world beater. He was crushing AJ Styles all over the place. He was knocking him silly. You didn't, you didn't think maybe AJ Styles was going to uh, follow through with his plans to win this championship. But in the end of the day, it was AJ Styles' turn, and he proved that you know no one on SmackDown... Really is worthy of this guy. He beat John Cena. He beat Dean Ambrose. He's been running through the WWE roster uh you know for the last seven months now. Who's gonna stop AJ Styles as the new champion?
1: Dare I say this might have been Dean Ambrose's best matches champ?
0: I believe it's his best singles match in WWE.
1: Okay, great. Um it picked up once he stopped doing the offense we're all used to seeing when he was doing the banging. AJ's head into the mat during the calf crusher, the, uh, the slingshot into the ring post on the apron type of thing when he looked like he was fighting and just brawling as opposed to just doing a paint-by-numbers WWE match. That's what really got the audience into this. Um, I was a little worried about AJ playing the flaky heel here at the beginning just because he's... The way they're presenting him, he's laying it on a bit thick, especially with, like, the guys in the back and, you know, who are you looking on your phone and and all these other things. But it turned into a pretty good, vicious, hard-hitting match, I thought. And I thought the ending was the proper booking. You established him being a credible main event player by winning clean over John Cena, and now he can win the belt by kicking Dean in the balls and being a dirty, cheating heel. I thought that's the way to go here. And I think, you know, and it gives Dean a reason to continue this feud. And um, I think AJ's going to be fine as a champ, but I think John Cena is eventually going to take the belt from him.
0: John Cena and AJ Styles is uh, going to be uh, something special in the future. I thought Randy Orton, with the whole Bray Wyatt deal, Randy Orton was going to be built up to be an AJ Styles challenger as well, uh, doing Randy Orton versus AJ. I thought that could be a really top a level program for SmackDown? Well, let me,
1: hold on. Let me cut you off. It still yeah. can be.
0: but It can be, but it's only a little bit of a delay now with Randy Orton being hurt because he's, yeah. he's still going to beat Bray Wyatt. He can't just move right on to AJ,
1: right? It was going to be delayed anyways because they were going to continue this Dean program for a while because Randy's Randy doesn't need the title. Randy doesn't need to be in the title program. They need to give a deep card right now, and Randy Orton has enough heft where you can use him second down on the card against a guy like a Bray Wyatt who needs to be rebuilt in some ways, as a main event-style heel. He doesn't need to be in this top program at all times. And in fact, he probably shouldn't be because, I mean, look at how bored we got by, of all things, Christian and and Randy Orton when they were the top guys on SmackDown. Even though they were having great matches, it wasn't moving the needle at all. Randy Orton doesn't move the needle quite a bit, but he still has Heft as a main event player.
0: We have uh, some chat in our YouTube page right now, people talking about how AJ Styles, we've seen the rash of you deserve it chance. We had it earlier on the show with Becky Lynch. We had it with Sasha Banks. We had it with Kevin Owens. Uh, the people wanting to let, them, let the wrestlers know that, hey, we believe in you as champion, and we always have. Uh, the you deserve it chance have been taking off in WWE. Uh, people noting that AJ Styles, once he won the title, he retreated quickly to the entrance ramp, and then retreated quickly to the back once the show went off the air to make sure that he would not get an overabundance of those you-deserve-it chants. That may not have been the reason, but that was one of the the side effects, basically. Uh, what do you think of these you-deserve-it chants, and do they go a little bit too far? Are they Should they stop? What do you feel about the crowd chanting you-deserve-it?
1: I have no problem with crowds rewarding people they've watched for a long time, finally getting to the top of the mountain when everybody else said they wouldn't. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's up to the performers, depending on if they're face or heel, to then use those chants to further their character. I don't think it's up to us to judge the crowd for shouting, you deserve it. Because, look, we live in this internet world where... We know these people from the indies on up and a lot of people have been fans of these guys for a long, long time. A lot know the struggles and a lot know what people said about them behind the scenes. So, you know, is it a little bit much? Yes. I think, I think we're easily amused at times, you know, the, you deserve it. Fight forever. Both these guys, I think there's not a lot of real heels left anymore and that's also part of it. Everybody's doing, you know, and it makes me sound a little like Jim Cornette in some way, but it's not that it's not a bad point either necessarily because the real, the only real heels out there are the McMahons, so to speak, in terms of people you want to hate because they put themselves over the main heels mostly. I mean, your, your heels now are kind of your snarky, funny, cowardly heels as opposed to, you know, vicious guys. I mean, the revival are heels on NXT. And they don't care, and they can get booze still it's up to the performers to get booze, even though I may think that the you deserve a chant comes too easy
0: we're gonna we have a couple of questions coming from the uh, YouTube chat that was WWE backlash oh, um, hold on,
1: hold on, you didn't give on. an opinion. I want to hear yours
0: well i mean i I love the match I'm, I'm loving no, no, no about us.
1: the you Des- oh, about the you deserve a chance yes,
0: but i I'm getting there. I love the match. I love the AJ Styles win. I think he's a smart guy. He didn't let the you deserve a chance happen. That may not have been the reason you have people in the chat room saying that, oh, it had to have absolutely been the reason. That may be. That may be. Um, But he gets out of there. He's a smart guy. This is a guy who's been wrestling forever. And, you know, he's adapted really well in WWE. And he was not going to let the you deserve a chance happen. Now, on the other side, Kevin Owens, when he was getting those you deserve a chance, played it off uh, better than almost anyone else could have Mm -hmm. and turned it around on the crowd. Should the crowd be chanting "You deserve it"? They can chant whatever they want. I've always been a believer in what they—you know—you can chant whatever you want. Could it be? Can I be annoyed by it? Sure, that's my right too to be annoyed by it. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to instill my beliefs upon others. Uh, so yeah, I I'm fine with the chance. If you want to do it, yeah.
1: On on Tuesday, if he comes out there st- shouting "You deserve it," he should just cut a promo saying, "Yes, I deserve it because I beat him with all my talent, fair and square." You know, just kind of, you know, play up that he did this on his own without any help and and really do what
0: what he's been doing. Come out and say, yes, I deserve it because I beat Dean Ambrose.
1: Yeah, I beat and I'm better and I'm better than everybody. Shut up.
0: You've always been doing. Absolutely.
1: You pay to see me. You know, those types of things.
0: I'm at risk. We had a uh, we had Twitter feedback. I made fun of the state of Texas. Uh, couple, uh, either last week or on the Fightful podcast on Monday, I made fun of the state of Texas, and I got an angry That's a possibility. tweet. I got an angry tweet from someone saying, "I can't believe I ever listened to you. How dare you mock Texas?" Uh, I agree. So, yes. Now I am at risk of uh, losing all of our Ohio <laughs> listeners by blaming uh, the state of Ohio for me having to I'm, repping,
1: I'm repping the Bengals. Come, <laughs> come to me. Come. <laughs>
0: So I'm I'm just going to wipe away every state and we're just going to have UK listeners and Australian listeners from here on out because I'm wiping away one state at a time. Uh, we have questions from the uh, YouTube chat. That is Backlash, WWE Backlash. A very good show, a very fun show, as we said. Uh, if all of these brand-only pay-per-views are like that one, we're in for a fun second
1: half of the year. I agree. I don't think the raw pay-per-views are going to be this smooth at all.
0: Which is interesting because I, I would have thought going in that the Raw pay-per-views had a much better chance of being the interesting ones.
1: I think they'll have better matches. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't. I just, oh, uh, I, can, I can hear Vince's script notes in my head and just see the direction and have the Stephanie. And, and it's just, it's going to be, I mean, there was no shame on this pay-per-view at all. How, how refreshing was that? You had Daniel Bryan for a very short period, but you had no shame.
0: i i would love the gms to take a smaller role i would love the commissioners to take a smaller role they basically have uh at least on the smackdown side but yeah if they continue to just become less and less important even though daniel bryan is the authority figure authority figures themselves shouldn't be that too uh that critical uh so exactly I like that. they're
1: there to make that they're there to make the story flow they are mm-hmm. non-player characters
0: exactly uh, the pay per view ended at about two and a half hours. uh, roughly what we expected it to. Uh, it didn't go the full three hours. These brand only pay per views will probably be shorter than the three hour mark. They don't need to be yes. any larger than that. Yes. So it's good for us. I mean, it gave us time to, uh, you know, kind of settle down here before coming on live. Uh, I want to thank everyone again. We're not done yet, but I want to thank everyone for joining us live here on the Backlash post show at VoicesOfWrestling dot com slash YouTube. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. Support our sponsors, Dollar Shave Club and Lyft, lyft.com slash bonus, select Shake Them Ropes, and go to dollarshaveclub.com slash ropes to see all the great deals you can get from there. We're going to preview the Cruiserweight Classic Finale, which is coming up Wednesday. We're going to preview that really quick here, uh, but first, we got a couple of questions. Uh, we had a chat room question asking, what's next for Santino Morella.
1: Enjoying retirement.
0: It's basically Santino Morella's gone. He's not coming back. Do you see Santino Morella ever going into the WWE Hall of Fame? Yes. Everyone does, right? If if you're on good terms with WWE and you were somewhat popular at some point, you're getting into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Chris on the uh, chat room says, I wonder if Jeff knows that Rob is pushing people to tweet Jeff. Hat recipes. I think he's got all the names backwards. I see in your little uh, little tiny bar there, <laughs> send recipes for hat uh, to at Crap Game 13. Are you going to make the hat dish for me, Jeff? I wonder if the no, people are interested in that.
1: I was going to compile a large email and send them to you.
0: Hmm. Hat strip fajitas is a uh, popular suggestion. Cutting into uh, strips, putting in fajita shells. Uh, edward on the chat room says canada still likes you rob well i got canada still uh and b megs is telling you that shane mcmahon opened backlash he was in the ring at the open of backlash did you miss that part
1: i must have just not remembered it okay yeah. well fine but i mean he wasn't a major part of it is more my point yeah i mean no, okay right. Right. I, I missed good. i missed i missed the cameo maya cobra no on me but nope no problem but, yeah
0: I didn't watch the opening of back. I came in right as the women's uh, six pack challenge was starting. Uh, So I didn't, I was going off of your word on that one. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what is uh, going on here about, Oh, uh, B Megs asked, does Rhino and Slater, do they make it past Tuesday as a team, not just tag team champions, but as a team in general, are they going to be more than two day champions?
1: Possibly no, but uh, I think yes.
0: I think the way they were celebrating on Tuesday and the fact that they are tag team champions and there's no logical contender, I think we're getting them defending the titles at no mercy. I don't see any way around it. I think they have to defend the titles at no mercy.
1: And I think they're probably losing at no mercy.
0: Uh, Johnny Gargano finished up with Evolve tonight on the Evolve 9 uh, pay pay-per-view. Uh, so Johnny Gargano was headed to the WWE performance center. Uh, we've talked about that for months on this show uh, that kind of plays in the cruiserweight classic and future NXT takeover stuff. They announced the next NXT takeover is going to be on the Saturday night before survivor series. It is happening in Canada uh, in Montreal. I believe it is, or is it Toronto? It's Toronto, right?
1: It is Toronto,
0: Toronto. Uh, so that that's a special occasion right there. Uh, Saturday before survivor series, the next NXT takeover happening first time that it is happening live in Toronto in Canada in general, uh, but Johnny Gargano done with evolve. That leads us to the cruiserweight classic coming up on Wednesday. We don't have, I believe any matches other than the semifinals. And of course the finals happening uh, we have in our semifinals right now, grand metallic versus Zach saber jr. And Kota Ibushi versus TJ Perkins. Where do you stand now as we are just a few days away? Uh, are you changing who you think might win? Is it still in flux for you? Um, I'm pretty set on TJ Perkins winning it, but I'm not 100% confident. I think any of the four honestly can win. Uh, Graham Metalik would be a guy that I could see winning too. Uh, where do you stand on what you expect to see on Wednesday?
1: You are incorrect, though. They have announced another match. Oh, or what at least part of, an, an, part of another match. On NXT... Uh, Regal promised Gargano and Champa a tag team match. Okay. I don't know if it is against the Revival or not, but we may be getting that.
0: Yeah, I, I did not uh, see any official match on there. Uh, so Absolutely. I could see that they would do something. That would be interesting if they give them the Revival tag team championship match, kind of get the NXT bump onto the show there. But do you think they uh, might be debuting a different team? Might they be debuting a team? Might they be you know, bringing back some of the Cruiserweight Classic competitors?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll hold any of those out as possibilities. As to your question, I tend to side with you on this one. I think since TJ Perkins is signed and can speak English, good-looking, flashy, crowd-pleasing – Talk about that background
0: story that they've been playing up all year on the Cruiserweight exactly. Classic. They
1: could, they could put that video on Raw and he'd be an instant star. So, yeah, I I tend to side it with uh, TJ Perkins. But they made such a big deal about Ibushi at NXT. And, you know, they may want to pay that off. But any of these four could win, but I think TJ Perkins is the logical choice.
0: I, I like TJ Perkins. I will, I, I'm really expecting to enjoy this show a lot. I think the semifinal matches are hugely entertaining. Kota Obushi and TJ yes. Perkins, uh, Zach Sabre, Grand Metallic is a little clash in styles. Uh, I would love to see a final of Kota Ibushi versus Grand Metallic. And whoever wins, surprise me. No matter who wins, I think it'll be great. Uh, what I expect to see is TJ Perkins versus Zach Sabre. Um, TJ Perkins and Grand Metallic would be great too. I don't know. Yes. Is who's the least likely. Do you think if we had to pick one person who we think, okay, there's no way they make the final, who would that be? Zach Saber. Yeah. I was going to go Kota Ibushi just because I don't think if he signs, you push him all the way to the final, because if you have him in the final, I really feel like the crowd there is going to be disappointed if he does not win.
1: I'll tell you why. Number one, he hasn't signed. Number two, he has the least buzz of any of the four competitors coming into this in terms of his matches on the actual cwc you know the 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 reactions to the saber noam dar match were mixed people are mocking him on twitter for his looks you know tell him to hit a gym he's too skinny whatever and he is been fairly clear that he is not going to sign that he wants to do some more independence or whatever he wants to do right now so i think out of the four he's the least likely better to play percentages, percentages. I'm with i mean co- co- i think th- i think it go- i think it goes in terms of least to to most it's zach coda grand metallic and and uh tj perkins because Kodo Bushi's in the same in the same Boat as Zack Sabre Jr. and that he doesn't want to sign a full-time contract. But at the same time, he wowed them in a few matches there. So he, he, he gets the nod in that respect.
0: What if Roderick Strong shows up on Wednesday?
1: I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it. I like Roddy Strong a lot, so I have no problem with that. Uh, the, this is going to be a kill fun killed You know what? If he killed Sabre, it'd be even better for me.
0: CWC Mystery Vortex Four.
1: Are we doing a live post show?
0: Be quite the show. Um, stay tuned. I don't know if we're going to be doing a live post show, uh, folks. Okay. Uh, this was fun. I'm glad we were able to get back into. I will say this is this is an announcement I wanted to make. Um, you know, we we talked about the old hat-eating gimmick. We'll we'll come up with some creative things that hopefully you guys will enjoy about the old uh, the old hat eating deal uh, with CM Punk fighting in the UFC. Um, if you hate it, I'm sorry. I we're doing our best here. But we'll be back on, I think, a more regular schedule of doing these post shows, coming up in October and at least in November, uh, as we head into 2017. I want to be a little bit more regular on these post shows because I know we've we've missed some, we've hit some. Uh, I I pride myself on keeping us, you know, weekly, making sure we don't take weeks off. There are a lot of podcasts out there. A lot of them, you know, they come in, they come and go. They also their schedule is no schedule at all. You know, and I'm not taking shots at them. Sometimes that's the best people can do. Sometimes you have time; other weeks you may not have time. Uh, but I really like that we keep this weekly, and we and we try to make sure we get a show out every week. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be live after the Cruiserweight Classic, and I don't know if it's a show that we can really spend. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a show we'll be able to spend an hour on. I don't know if talking about, you know, does Kota Ibushi sign. Uh, what is where does TJ Perkins go from here? I don't necessarily know if we're going to have you know a lot to say about the Cruiserweight Classic because it is such a one off show. Of course, we'll have Raw and SmackDown to discuss, so there's other content that can fill in. Uh, I just don't know if we'll be able to scheduling wise fit a post show in on Wednesday, but I hope to at least, and I think we're on the same page here, we should at least have one more show this week. But in case we don't, in case we don't. Uh, our backlash show will serve as uh, shake them ropes for the week. So just follow us on Twitter at shake them ropes. Make sure you're following Jeff, get all the updates on the shows, follow us on iTunes. If you're not subscribing on iTunes, go to iTunes anyway to do a, a review and a rating for the show, uh, help others find us. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't listen via iTunes and that's okay. But iTunes is the best way to help others search for us. Uh, Cause it is the number one podcasting platform in the world. Uh, you know, I use iTunes not everyone does. I understand Uh bit.ly. If you see it on the screen right now, bit.ly slash STR is the link there. Uh, thoughts for the rest of the week, Jeff.
1: Looking forward to see how this plays out for this pay-per-view. I'm kind of intrigued by raw a little bit, but I'm more, most, mostly stoked about the CWC finals. I'm, I'm with you. I think that card's going to be fantastic. I think they're going to sweeten up with some guys that are going to be good. And, uh, Maybe some multi-man tags, and who knows? Maybe we do get the debut of someone there.
0: We can get the debut of someone. I really want to see a Brian Kendrick match. I really do. I want to see Brian Kendrick back, whether it's on SmackDown, whether it's on NXT, whether it's on the CWC for this one-night-only type of the deal on the 14th. I want to see one more Brian Kendrick performance. I think he's earned that from the Kota Obushi match. I agree. All right, guys, thank you so much for uh, joining us live here. If you're listening via the podcast version, which most of you will end up doing, thank you for listening to our review of Backlash here. Subscribe on iTunes, bit.ly slash stritunes. Visit our sponsors. If you go to voicesofwrestling.com slash str in the show post, you will be able to see links to our sponsors, Dollar Shave Club and Lyft. Uh, and check out future shows, past shows. Everything is available at voicesofwrestling.com slash str. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on this Sunday night. We will see you next time on Shake Them Ropes.
1: In a world of one million wrestling
0: podcasts, there is a new shiny star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any
1: podcast platform you listen today.